Hello, hello, healthy friends. Coach Ashley here back with another episode of The Healthy Life with my friend and healthy coach, Monica. How was your Labor Day weekend? It was really good, honestly. Um, my parents- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My friend's anniversary is September 3rd, and my sister's oh. birthday is September 4th. So we had fun. We all, we worked together. So we spent our Labor Day weekend working, but it was together. <laughs> I finally got my parents to finish the last Harry Potter movie. I've been forcing them to watch them all. So they watched the final one. We ate some barbecue. It was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We could, we could go on about Harry Potter for time too. That's crazy. They haven't seen all of it. <laughs> No, and originally we were going to go to Universal for my birthday this year because I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd and I told them that they could only go if they knew what was happening. So I forced them to watch all the movies, but we're so busy. It's taken them honestly like two months to get through them because we've been watching them here and there, but we finished them. They love them and we're not going to Universal anymore, but um, now they know everything about Harry in the game. <laughs> well, that completely makes sense to me too. I understand. <laughs> For our Labor Day, we usually have multiple cookouts because I have multiple sides on my family and then my husband's, his family is much smaller. Um, and this year, like my parents were camping and stuff. So we only had my husband's parents' side, but it was just a nice, like really relaxing time. We didn't go overboard. We just grilled some burgers and stuff. And I know that can be uh, a really stressful time for somebody on a wellness journey too. Um, I completely understand like gatherings and cookouts and especially with holidays coming soon around the corner. <laughs> it can be stressful, but um, I would say I did pretty well. And we did get to go out for ice cream. If anybody's listened to past episodes, episodes. Um, we love going out for ice cream. It's one of those things. So it's just one of those things that I have to quote budget for with my calories yes. and whatnot. But um, it was it was just a nice little relaxing time. It was very, very humid here in Southern Ohio. My gosh, it was in the 90s. So we didn't spend a whole lot of time outside other than softball. <laughs> it was really hot in Texas. I think we were up at like 106, something close oh. to it was pretty bad. But yeah, I mean, our Labor Day has changed over the years as our family structure and dynamic and health journeys have changed. We used to do mm -hmm. all the barbecues and all of those things. And I do miss that. But I think that as we have all taken a different approach to our wellness journey and how we're busy in our everyday lives, then we kind of pick and choose which holidays we all get together as a big family. And now that we're going to have Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas mm -hmm. and we're going into our season of a ton of birthdays in our family. There's probably like 10 birthdays in October alone, including my own. So, um, <laughs> 
So, you know, that's kind of when we spend our time together and not necessarily and things like that anymore, which is, it's fun, but it gives me a chance to be a little bit more balanced in my treats around holidays. And that, that totally makes sense too. And that actually you talking about since you and your family um, have started incorporating this healthier lifestyle, that's actually exactly what I want to talk about today that leads into the topic. And I want to talk about the ripple effect and how your personal wellness can impact others. And you've shared your story before how you had started this journey and it kind of inspired well with your aunt and whatnot to um, all of these decisions that you and your family were making rippled into each other's lives and started impacting everyone's choices. And that is so beautiful. And I think it's something that not maybe not everybody might think about when they begin a journey like this. So um, that yeah, that's going to be the main topic today is that ripple effect. So my first question is, Monica, do you think, and I think many who know your story already know <laughs> this answer, but do you think that the choices that you make really personally affect other people's lives? I do 100%. And in the beginning, I didn't. And honestly, I didn't really care that much because I was at a point in my journey where I only cared if it affected me. And if other people were able to get something from it, great. But that wasn't how I started. Um, You know, those of you that have heard my story, you know that I really got serious about my weight loss journey. I was well over 350 pounds and my aunt was diagnosed with cancer. We actually just hit her um, four-year anniversary of her passing this past weekend. It was one of those things where I realized that I needed to get healthy because we had never had someone in our family that close to me um, hit cancer that hard. And mm-hmm. I was a firm believer that if she would have been healthier, then she would have been able to fight a little bit longer. Um, I truly believe that now because a year later, my dad was diagnosed with cancer and it has been three years and he is kicking its butt. Um, the Texas heat is kicking his butt right now. But, <laughs> um, you know, besides that, he has really been able to get that underway. And so when I I started to get serious about my journey and I explained to my family why I wanted to do it and what my beliefs were. Um, After I started losing a good chunk of the weight, so about 40 pounds, they also got on board. And as a family, we have lost a combined 300 pounds, um, probably more. My uncle has also lost some weight now. Um, My other aunt has also lost some weight. So we're probably, as a family, over 400 pounds lost at this point, to be honest with you. And it has just really changed the way that we live our lives, the way that we structure our family meals and events. Now, I'm not going to lie. We love our pound cake down here in the South, but it's (laughs) something that we just make every day now. And because of that, we have been able to fight cancer for my dad. My sister has been able to have her first baby and now um, pregnant with her second baby that's due around Christmas. And that was something that she wasn't able to do at her higher weight. And Besides that, I've been able to talk to so many people in the healthy community that have now decided to um, go different approaches with their weight loss, whether it's just using the tool of healthy, um, or I know that there's another community coach that had weight loss surgery like I did after kind of seeing that there shouldn't be such a stigma around it. So I really do think that your wellness journey can impact others no matter what you're doing. Absolutely. And and your story is living proof of that. That, you know, everyone's choices, everyone's personal choices, they really do send ripples, like this ripple effect through the web of our loved ones, our friends and family, and, and even to the community. And even further than that, if you're somebody who's so on social media, um, your choices can very much impact 
so many people that you wouldn't even realize. And it's especially true when it comes to um, personal wellness and, and weight loss. The choices that you make for your health and whatnot, they can also extend beyond the physical state. And those choices, like I said, they create the ripple effect and it's going to touch those lives. Um, and what all this does is it showcases a potential of leading by example. And I have talked about leading by example before, especially with kids, which I'll get into. Yeah, <laughs> especially kids, which I'll get into as well. Um, so speaking of kids, when you look at that family dynamic of wellness overall, I want you to, I want to paint this scenario for you guys. So imagine a scenario where a parent has either started to or maybe always has been. Maybe they've always done this and it's starting to impact their kids, but maybe a parent has started to really prioritize their health and wellness. Maybe it's, you know, regular exercise or incorporating more healthy meals. Just in that overall healthy lifestyle is what this parent is doing. And their commitment to all that personal wellness is really setting a stage for the entire family to look to. Children, they witness these habits, right? Like I said, they are complete and total sponges. They absorb everything that we do. If anybody who's listened for a long time and has heard my story, that's kind of the reason that I started this journey was because I was sitting in bed one night complaining to my husband about my weight and how just unhealthy I felt, how terrible I felt, slow and sluggish, never never able to keep up with the kids, never having the energy to do what they would always want me to do. And my daughter overheard that, my oldest daughter did. And the next day we were talking and she just kind of looked at me. She was like, mommy, am I going to, you know, am I going to grow up to be big like you? (laughs) Yeah. So she was listening, you know, they absorb everything that we, even things that we feel that we don't even say out loud, they can sense this stuff. And so when I started to prioritize my health, my children started seeing that. And then my daughter started asking me things like, you know, is is this healthy? Is this not healthy? And even then that can be a little bit of a touchy subject with kids. Yeah. yeah, it can, because you don't want them to get this sense of good or bad food. You don't want them to be obsessing over their weight. But if you're able to control that, just that sense of being healthier in general for them, like, oh, well, there's brownies, but then we also have like apples and peanut butter. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having either of those. Yes. Or both. But just the fact of them understanding maybe the apples and peanut butter are a better choice right now, but we can have like for a snack, but we can have a brownie after dinner. You know what I mean? (laughs) Showing them just by leading an example is so, so, so important because it's going to start showing them over time how to internalize the value you know, of taking care of yourself. Yeah. And I think also in in that scenario that we were giving of, you know, there's apples and peanut butter and there's brownies. It's also a fun way to get your kids incorporated in the kitchen. And when they see you cooking or meal prepping different foods and it's fun to explore, you know, the apples and peanut butter are going to give us all of this energy and this fuel to get our brains through the day and our bodies through the day. And then when we're having our brownies, it's a fun, sweet treat. We get to enjoy, we get to be happy with it, but it's not something that we eat in the morning for breakfast because it's not going to power our brains for the day. And so there's all these fun ways to talk about that. And um, from the family dynamic perspective, as our family has started to grow now that my sister is having children, um, I have really become aware because I think back to my childhood 
And what I saw growing up, and not saying that it was anything good or bad, but growing up, I've talked about this before, in a Southern family where, um, you know, we had a lot of the biscuits and gravy and the fried chicken. And those are the things that I knew um, right. growing up. And so I think about the way that, you know, we we talked about our, our bodies, you know, are we big boned? Are we what? Are we this or that? And now that I'm older and I have a niece, and like you said, these kids are like a sponge. She's She's only <laughs> one, almost one and a half, but she is sucking everything up. She is repeating all of the words. And I have been very intentional about the words that I say around her and the way that I perceive myself around her and her little outfits that she wears when she wears her little shorts and things like that. And just really always speaking positive to her. I'm really big on the word of positive language, self-talk and all of that. And I do believe that they will parrot the things that you do. And so it starts with the words that you're using and not saying, oh my goodness, look at those chunky little legs or that because you never know. I grew up with people saying my my cheeks were always fat or, you know, my legs are always fat. And and I think about those things. How did that actually affect me internally? Um, or was it something I just let roll off my back? And so as we're leading by example, it is the things that we eat. It is the way that we talk about our health journey, but it's also the way that we speak to our children, grandchildren, nieces or nephews about themselves and not creating a complex for them before they've had a chance to create their own vision of themselves. You are absolutely right, especially in the physical aspect of that. Now, again, we're not doctors, psychologists, nothing like that, but I have read so many studies and things online where, especially when it comes to kids, um, when we're talking about leading by example with this family dynamic, um, it's so common to say, look how you look so good. You look so pretty. You look Mm -hmm. so handsome. And instead, you're, you know, by doing that, you're showing how good the physical part of them look. But instead, I've tried so hard to incorporate more things like you look so happy. You look like you feel very comfortable, you know, things like that. Not so much physical, but more so how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're able to do that with yourself and say, I'm just, I'm comfortable today, you know, I, I am so happy today. Or sometimes it's, a, you know, I'm just not having a good day today. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> you know, it's okay to be honest with them too. But things like that, the more you do that with yourself, the more they absolutely are going to start doing that with themselves too. Um, it is most definitely all about leading by example and and being a good example for the family in general. Yes. And it's so funny because um, I don't know if, if any of y'all have seen on uh, you know any of the social media apps of these parents who they put their kids in front of the mirror and they do all these positive affirmations. Yes. <laughs> and I absolutely love that. Um, but I also think to myself, before they do that with their children or after their child is leaving for school, are they also doing that with themselves? Because it's fine to get them in front of the mirror and to do all of those positive affirmations, but you really have to be living and breathing that for yourself so that y'all are going through the day together saying, I'm strong, I'm brave, I'm comfortable, I'm happy. It's so cute to see. And I love it because seeing the kids get so excited with, I'm strong, I'm going to have a good day today, opposed to opening the door and the carpool line, grab your lunch, Jimmy, time to go, (laughs) have a great day. Um, Starting them out on a positive note so that when they're going through their day, they feel comfortable, they feel confident because when it comes to that ripple effect, any positivity that you can pour into yourself that pours into your family, your friends, your coworkers, then that can create a more positive 
positive environment around you. If I'm always, you know, happy and bubbly and just trying to make the best out of a situation, then hopefully the people around me won't have negative energy because they're like, I don't want to burst her bubble. So <laughs> you also are able to do that um, because it's not just about the weight. It's about the wellness overall and the way that you feel in your environment. If you walk into work and you automatically feel in a bad headspace, if they're bringing in donuts and pizza that day, you're more likely to go grab that opposed to the lunch that you meal prepped because the environment Again, it's an opposite of that ripple effect. Your environment is causing you to have these negative thoughts, these negative feelings. You're automatically feeling down. And now you're wanting to go grab some of those things instead of eating your meal prep, opposed to going in comfortable, confident, creating a group around you that's going to also build you up. Now you're more likely to make those healthier choices because you're not in a negative headspace already. Yeah, you you are so right. And, and I love that you mentioned when you were talking about the kids as well, like if you're not doing these things for yourself, like speaking in the mirror or whatever it may be, if you're not doing those for yourself, but you're trying to do them for your kids, you know, it may stick. They may still see that positivity and have that ripple effect for themselves and want to do that too. But the better, the truer, deeper meaning behind it is for you to feel it as well. You know, if you're leading by example, if you're wanting to cause this ripple effect of health and wellness, it's important for you to be doing this for yourself so that you are healthy and happy and feeling these positive emotions so that your child can. Um, the, I love that you mentioned those videos that we see online of kids doing that. It is so sweet. I just have to say my daughter has seen them and we kind of do that too. And she'll, you know, it's funny how she's learned these things because again, kids, sponges, she has learned so much from this. If she starts to get upset, or if she's like she's nervous about preschool starting, she actually goes to preschool later today for the first time this year. And um, she was saying the other day, I I don't know if I can do this. I think I'm scared, but I'm brave. I'm brave and strong. And I love that. I oh. do too. It makes my mom heart just swell with so much joy because you can see the nervousness and and it's okay to acknowledge those feelings too. To when we're talking about this family dynamic and these ripple effects, it's okay to acknowledge your feelings or your children's or your family's feelings to say it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be sad. But we are also brave and we are also strong and we know that we can get through this. So it's very important to validate all the feelings, but also try to add that positivity um, into it. It's just. It's so sweet. I, I love watching the kids. I love watching the kids and and not just kids, but your family and loved ones, whoever it may be. It's so nice to see what some of our actions are are doing for them in their lives. That ripple effect, like I said, it can extend to not just people in your household, but you know, siblings and extended family, even future generations. Think about what you're doing now for your family and children and what they can start doing from what they learn from you for their future kids. Um, that when you think about that ripple effect, like a generational one, mm. that's that's intense. That's a lot. And that can mean so much more than anyone would ever know. It's so powerful. And one of the things that we talk about in my family a lot is breaking generational curses. And, mm -hmm. you know, there, whether you, a lot of people are probably like, well, what does that mean? What type of curses? But there are so many things that we have grown up and that we've just done just because the generation before us, they did those same things and we don't think about it. So for us, mm -hmm. that comes to the way that we cook, the way that we eat, the way that we view our bodies, the way that, um, 
we discredit our hard work before we even get started. And I know that there are some of you out there that are listening that are like, oh, wait, wait a minute. That's what breaking the generational curses mean. And so for us, we're all about building something new, still pulling from our past that has gotten us to where we are now, but to adapt it to the way that society is now, to the way that we want to live our lifestyle now. Um, a lot of our family is from the country and it's okay. The lifestyle is a lot slower. It doesn't really matter if not saying they didn't want to be healthy, but it didn't really matter. Just everyone out there was on the same kind of wavelength. And for us now, we're go, go, go. We're busy. We're traveling. We're doing all these things. And that requires you to be a little bit healthier. And mm -hmm. I think it's really important to know that it is okay to break some of the generational curses, cycles, whatever you want to call them, and to set future generations up for success. And you had said something earlier about, you know, the ripple effect truly of people around you and it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry, hurt, whatever the case may be. And I think one thing that it's also important is to take time away for self-care. Yes. Um, I think that a lot of us have fear of failure when it comes to our journeys, um, weight loss, wellness, or otherwise. And we think that we have to be on 100% of the time. And if we're not, then we're failing. Mm -hmm. but we need that reset. And although the saying is super cliche, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that is something that I'm still practicing within myself because I'm a people pleaser. I'm a go-getter. And for me, I took a step back from a few of my meetings that I lead this week just because my self-care and my mental health was not where I needed it to be with the passing of my aunt and it being her anniversary. And I realized that the ripple effect and I didn't think this at first until one of the other coaches reached out to me and it really made my day. And she said, I don't think you realize that you taking a day for yourself for self-care made an impact on the community because instead of us talking about the topic, we talked about mental health and uh -huh. we talked about the bravery of taking the step back to pour into yourself. And I just think it's so awesome because... For those of you that are out there, you're thinking, I'm just one person and I've been on this journey for a long time and I've lost the weight, gained the weight, lost the weight, gained the weight. Nobody's looking at me as inspiration, but there is someone out there that's looking at you and saying they never gave up. And even though they're losing and gaining and losing and gaining, they've never given up. And so maybe if I just start, then I can join them on this race and run it myself. And I think it's important to note that you are an inspiration to someone, whether or not they reach out to you and tell you. Someone's always looking at your journey and saying, I want to be able to get to that point. They always are. There, There is always someone watching. I mean, as long as you're putting yourself out there in some way, you're right. And there's nothing wrong. You mentioned um, giving 100% of yourself. I'm a firm believer in health and wellness in general. You will never be able to give 100% 100% of the time. Sometimes all you can give is 50. Sometimes all you can give is 10. And hopefully a lot of the days, maybe you can give around 80%, but it's almost never going to be 100. And that is absolutely okay. Because if that is something that's livable for you, sometimes only giving 80 or not only 80, but sometimes giving 80% and then sometimes giving 50%, but you're still making progress, that's livable. You know, that's sustainable. That's enjoyable. Yes. And that's what people are going to be watching you for. I used to be, I don't want to say a people pleaser, but I used to be one that just couldn't say no. I was always like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I find myself now more times than not, I I can say no pretty easily. 
mm-hmm. these days because I know that sometimes I just need it. And I've noticed my, again, this whole leading by example and, and this ripple effect. My oldest daughter, I've noticed her saying no a lot of the time in, in acceptable situations, of course. Yeah. You know, if it's about chores, sorry, girl, you got to do it. But, <laughs> but with certain things, she'll say, you know, I just, I just don't feel it right now. I just can't. And, you know, again, in acceptable situations, that's more than okay. But she's because she's realizing, I don't think I can handle that right now. You know, I'm not going to be able to give all of that right now. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to do. I feel like that is a very healthy state of mind. Absolutely. And and if you are saying yes to things, you're saying yes to things that fill your cup. Things mm-hmm. that give you energy that you want to continue moving forward. You know, if I'm going to be saying yes to something, it's something that is going to challenge me, but it's something that I'm going to enjoy and really want to run with it. And I think we need to be able to decipher in those scenarios. Is this something that's going to bring me joy? Is this something that's going to move the needle forward on my journey, on my happiness? Or is this something that if I take on, I'm going to be overwhelmed and I'm now going to sacrifice a different area of my life, which most of the time it is our health and wellness journey. When we take on <laughs> other things, the first thing we start to sacrifice is that. And so if you're taking on other activities, other um, job opportunities, responsibilities, just make sure that you're not going to sacrifice your health and wellness journey to take those on because that ripple effect will show those around you that it is now more of a priority to get ahead in life um, with my career, with this, with that, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I have gone that route where I have taken the time to get ahead with my career. And now that I'm in a point where I want to get ahead in my health and wellness journey, I realize what is important to me. And I think that we should have and understand that the hustle culture, the hustle mentality, all of those things that doesn't have to be there. Yeah, you are so right. And if you think about it in terms of the ripple effect, if you are leading by example with that, taking care of your mental health, being in this positive mental state, and others start seeing that and they start incorporating it and they're prioritizing their mental health. Can you imagine how much just happier everybody would be? How much more content everybody would be? Um, it's, I don't want to say it's wishful thinking, but I think it would take a lot of work, of course, just like all of this stuff in this aspect of life. Um, it would take some work, but I just can't imagine how, how easy, how much easier it would be for everybody and how happy and content they would be. It'd be a beautiful thing, especially after seeing just in your immediate family or your immediate um, surroundings and relationships how they start incorporating those as well. And, you know, people in their lives that maybe aren't in your lives, but you all are interconnected, they start seeing it. And then other people start seeing it. And it's just such a beautiful thing. It is building that community. I love how they say that it takes a village when you're raising children. Mm-hmm. But I also think it takes a village when you're losing weight. Because I know not a lot of not all of us have family or friends to cheer us on on our journey. But there's a community out there and there's somewhere that you can tap into. And so I know that we've talked a lot about our inspiration and the ripple effect within our family. But think about your friends. Some of us, our friends are our family and the community that we've built. Those are our family. So don't think about family in the traditional construct of, okay, the family I'm born into, the family, you know, I've been adopted into, whatever the case may be. Family is what you make it. 
And whether or not they show it out loud, outwardly to the world, you are impacting someone. The ripple effect is there. Even if they haven't started to take action, you probably have it on someone's mind that they're thinking, wow, they have started and they haven't given up. So if I just start, what can that do for me? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, when you prioritize your well-being, you're radiating this positivity. You're radiating this energy and it brings out this motivation in people that can be contagious. It can start, you know, motivation breeds more motivation. You start acting and feeling this way in front of others. It is going to inspire them to also start doing this. Like you said, whether or not they outwardly show it, they're probably thinking it and then it could motivate them to start taking action. I mean, it can spark an entire movement if you think about it. Even people that you don't know in your community, but they have heard about your success, or maybe you are posting it on social media and these communities outside of your physical community where you live. I'm talking about across the nation. I know that sounds big, but you know, even on my, for example, on my Instagram that I created with my health and wellness journey, you know, out of the followers that I have, do I know any of them personally? Maybe like 10. You know, so these other people that could live across the country or even across the world in other countries, that's so crazy. The amount of people that you can inspire that way that goes beyond just the community that could even be global. And I'm not saying that you're going to spark an entire movement across the globe or anything, but think about these individual people as real people that you are reaching because you posted this recipe or you posted this workout that you do or you posted this this little trick or this hack that you've done to make things easier for yourself in the world of weight loss and wellness. It's absolutely crazy to think about how far that this ripple effect could actually reach. Yes. And I, and I know that a lot of us, like you just said, you think, oh my goodness, there's no way that that could be me. But how many of y'all scroll through TikTok and Instagram? <laughs> you know about either the cottage cheese and mustard or the cottage <laughs> bowls or the profies or anything of that sort. How many of you know about the skinny syrups and the water drinks? All of that stemmed from one or two people posting about their daily recipes for water and bowls, posting about what protein powders they were using, what snack mm-hmm. snacks. And now there are hundreds of thousands of people selling out cottage cheese at every single grocery <laughs> store because someone decided that they were going to share their tips and tricks without thinking of the fact that it would have a impact and a ripple effect. And here we are now with the water talk, with the cottage cheese trends and with all of those things. So if you think about that, that that was one person or two people that started to share their things, built a community, which then continued to share out these recipes and the hacks because now they're all trying it together. And think about now it is on your phone screen and you Mm -hmm. know about it. So if you take that same principle and you just put things out there, and I'm not saying, we're not saying that any of y'all want to be social media famous or right. maybe you don't want to impact someone. You just want to impact yourself. But we're just saying that if you put it out there, there will be someone that will see it and will probably be inspired. Someone that has been waiting for a sign to just get started. And your hack came across their feed or your workout video came across their feed. And now they're like, oh my goodness, I look like them. They can do it. 
I can do it too. I'm getting up and making it happen. Absolutely true. Absolutely. And a, a little side note on the whole cottage cheese trend. <laughs> I'm going to share you guys. I'm going to share my little tip I figured out with you guys um, because it was life changing for me. So I'm a huge like tuna salad, chicken salad lover. Uh, I have that all throughout the week, even um, egg salad and whatnot too. And of course, we know mayonnaise makes everything better. I mean, usually it does. It adds the flavor. I replaced the mayonnaise with cottage cheese and my tuna salad. So I'm talking like a pouch of tuna salad, a quarter cup of cottage cheese, and then however you want to spice it or flavor it up. It doesn't matter. I added a smidge of mustard, some salt and pepper and whatnot. Oh my goodness, (laughs) y'all. First of all, tuna already has tons of protein, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very good source of protein. Cottage cheese is also a great source of protein. It's not high in fat like the mayonnaise can be. Even if you get light mayonnaise, the cottage cheese, especially if you get low fat or non-fat, total game changer, guys. Super high protein snack or lunch or meal, whatever you want it to be. And I was so excited to find that. So whoever started this whole cottage cheese trend, you reached me. And I love it. <laughs> And it's funny because I don't like cottage cheese. I don't like tuna and I don't like mayo or (laughs) any of those things. However, I like getting my protein in. And so I started with the cottage cheese trend, but I did the blended cottage cheese. So I followed the girl who blends everything. And I made the buffalo chicken dip with the blended cottage cheese. And you would never know the difference. You just use the ranch powder and the buffalo sauce. And it is such a good way for me to get my protein in. And I usually eat that on like a low carb wrap or I use the little Atkins ranch protein chips. So now it's protein on top of protein. And I am so full with just such a small serving of that. So they also reached me a um, known cottage cheese hater. Now I won't say I'm a lover, but I like it to get my extra protein in. So You're, you're getting in there. Well, here's another pro tip for anybody that doesn't realize that if, if it's a texture thing for you, I completely understand my husband's a texture guy. He won't touch cottage cheese. He won't touch things like strawberries or um, like raspberries, blackberries, nothing. Can't do the texture. Greek yogurt is... I, I've done a side-by-side comparison for most brands. The same amount of non-fat plain Greek yogurt with the same amount of low-fat cottage cheese is mm-hmm. pretty much the same exact um, protein level. So if it's a texture thing, get some Greek yogurt. You can spice it up, salt and pepper, garlic powder, some ranch seasoning, whatever it is you're uh, making. Uh, yeah, if the cottage cheese is a texture thing for you, the Greek yogurt is also just as high in protein. Blend it. Blend it. Because or that blend was- it. Try that. The the texture thing was the thing for me. And so I blend it. It is the same consistency, actually a little bit thicker than Greek yogurt, but I blend it. I blend one entire container at a time and put it in different recipes. And you'll never know. People have been eating it at my house and they think that it's like regular mayo or something that I'm mixing into different recipes. It's sneaky cottage cheese and they're all getting their protein in and they don't understand why they're getting fuller a lot faster with some of these. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Well, since we're talking about this whole ripple effect, if we have reached you guys today with this cottage cheese or water talk, whatever it is, if we have reached you somehow today, I want you guys to find us on social media. Tag me or Monica on Instagram and you know, tell us what you've learned. If you're in the healthy member meetings and support group, go in there and post something, your favorite recipe, whatever it may be. But I would just love to see the ripple effect of everything we're talking about today. So yeah, if you guys can go on there and you know, if you can't remember our Instagrams, mine is um, Ashley's underscore healthy life. And what's yours, Monica? Mine's Monica underscore Alexandra underscore journey. Super long. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's never easy. 
if you can't figure that out on Instagram, just do like hashtag Ashley and Monica. And we'll start looking for that. It's just, I want to create this positive ripple effect of maybe easier hacks, you know, or something that you figured out along the way that would make something so much easier for somebody else. Whatever it may be, I would really love to see the reach that it gets um, for, for everybody. It would be amazing to see that. Yes. And also we'd love to, with those hashtags, we'd love to be able to hear from, from all of y'all because we sit here and we record these podcast episodes and we we really talk about topics that hit hard to our hearts and hopefully to you guys as well. And so we'd love for you to share it out and, and let us know what you've learned from it and what else you'd like to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, use that hashtag, um, hashtag Ashley Monica or hashtag Healthy Life Podcast. And remember it's healthy with an I. So let's let's see this come in. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some of my own so you guys can see too. <laughs> So guys, leading by example, it's really like, as we've been talking about, of course, leading by example with this ripple effect, it's really going to demonstrate that change is possible. And also that, like we talked about with mental health, that self-care is worth prioritizing and that investing in your well-being is really a gift that's going to keep on giving, you guys. It really is. The more that you prioritize yourself and this entire journey, the more that people are going to see it. And that itself is the gift that keeps on giving. It's going to keep going and going and going. And I would absolutely love to see it because you could be that one that one person that shows others that these things are actually important. And I truly feel that your dedication in all of this, it's really, it sets the tone for just a healthier, happier community in general. Yeah, I agree 100%. The ripple effect is huge. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the undercurrent is huge. If you see it or if you don't see it, it's all a step in the right direction. And keep doing what you're doing. Don't do it just to see what the effect may be. Um, For other people, you want to do it for what the effect is on your own journey, your own lifestyle, but you never know what's going to come out on the other side of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, just to wrap up, just remember this whole ripple effect. It's going to be a really great example of how important your choices can be. Like you said, Monica, do it for you. I mean, these, these choices are important for you. But then I think you might see the ripple effect that it causes and how it can so positively, you know, affect other people. So I'm going to be a little bit cheesy here (laughs) just to end on a good, I know, just to end on a good cheesy note, be that shining star, guys, be that shining star in the night, lead by example. And you're you're going to just see all these positive effects. And I think that you're already going to be feeling these positive effects on yourself for what you're doing for you. But when you start seeing how it ripples towards other people, especially your loved ones, you're going to feel so much more humble, so much more positive. And I just, I think you're going to love it because I, I know that I already have such a great sense of how I have and and not to be like, you know, hey, shining star right here. But I have <laughs> I have personally seen how I have affected other people. Those that have reached out to me and said, you know, you are what got me started. You are such an inspiration. And it just I can't even explain how good that feels. And I know you've had the same Monica. Yeah, absolutely. It has been it is what has kept me going on the days where the journey starts to get a little bit hard, where I think, okay, am I still doing the right thing? Why am I stalled? Okay, I'm losing again. Those comments of, um, oh my goodness, I listened to the podcast episode. This could never go down because I listen to it every morning or you know, seeing you pushing forward or seeing you take a step back. All of that is what has kept me going um, along with my own dedication to myself. But the ripple effect has 
really changed my life. And it has taken me from being someone that was afraid to share that they had weight loss surgery or to have any aspect of their journey. And now I scream it from from the hills that this is me. This is what got me started. I've been consistent. I've been dedicated. And you can too. That's beautiful. And I couldn't end it on a better note. So I'm going to end it right there because I absolutely love it. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget if you found any inspiration in this, let's start that hashtag. Um, Hashtag Ashley and Monica or what was the other one I said? Hashtag healthy life podcast. Healthy with an I. Healthy with an I. That's right. Let's see those things or post it in the healthy um, member meeting and support group on Facebook. And with that, guys, again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Oh,